You are listening to the Special Needs Mom Podcast. This is Kara, your host, and I am so glad you're here. Before we get into this episode, I want you to know that Pathway to Peace, which is a group coaching program, is currently available to join. This program is built on three main pillars. First, coaching. It's the real powerhouse. It's what I do. It's what I love. Second, community. And if you've been around for a little bit more than a minute, you know how I feel about community and the power that it has to heal and change your life. And lastly, I have a library of content filled with resources, with modules, with lessons. We go way deeper than I can go in on the podcast. And these are available to you in a way that you can consume them in your busy life. This program would be a good fit for you if you've stabilized past the point of initial diagnosis and find yourself spending a little bit more than you'd like to in overwhelm. And you can't imagine how, given all the things in your life, you can have any sort of peace ever again. Through the program, you will gain the gift of acceptance. You will do the work to recover your spark. You'll leave the program with the tools and the confidence that you have what you need to have joy and peace part of your life once again. So it's time to change it up. I know you've been saying yes to everybody, especially serving with all your heart and everything you have to your child. Now it's time to say yes to you. Find the link in the show notes to get more information and for next steps. Hi, I'm Kara Riska, life coach, wife, and the mother of four incredible and unique kids. It wasn't all that long ago that my son received a diagnosis that had my world come crashing down. I completely lacked the ability to see past the circumstances, which felt impossible, and the dreams I once had for my life and family felt destroyed. Fast forward past many years of surviving and not at all thriving. And you'll see a mom who trusts that she can handle anything that comes her way and has access to the power and grace that once felt so completely lacking. I started the Special Needs Mom podcast to create connection and community with moms who find themselves up against what feels impossible. My intention is to spark the flare of possibility in your own life and rekindle the dreams that you hold impossible now. This isn't a podcast about your special needs child this is a podcast about you. If you're a mom who feels anxious, alone, or stuck, then you are in the right place. Welcome. Well, good morning to all of my friends at the Special Needs Mom Podcast. Here we are for another episode, and it's going to be a little different kind of episode, probably a little bit more conversational. Well, maybe not conversational because it's just me, but really just kind of my thoughts, my experiences, and just kind of sharing my life with you. Uh, as a point of connection, I I guess um, lately I've been having a really hard time. And, um, and it's interesting because I think, especially as a coach, I'm like, well, you definitely know better than that. So it's been harder to push record for this episode than normally it is for me. Even though I think I do share a lot, sometimes this type of vulnerability is not the easiest for me. And so 
here we are. Here we are. Imperfect and amazing both at the same time. I think this week has just been especially hard. I think I see a lot of people enjoying Christmas, like really enjoying it, like even getting extra with with decorating earlier than normal. And while I, I don't dislike that idea, I think that actually looks a lot of like a lot of fun. I just haven't gotten to that point. And actually, I really hate all my Christmas decorations. Um, my tree skirt. I'm like, you know what? That sale five years ago was great. <laughs> but I'm going to buy one that I really like that I don't just like doesn't just do the job. So I guess that's kind of my Christmas decoration situation. But in general, I find I have a hard time at this time of year. It seems like for me, I'm managing my life pretty well uh, normally, but then I feel like Christmas just adds enough to like make me feel a little top heavy where I just feel a little wobbly, a little like I don't got this figured out. I do not have this. I'm not ready. And then I start to panic because I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to miss the fun. I'm going to miss the season. And that's a big problem. So... Actually, this episode is going to be about having fun. And it's not going to really be very uh, like practical. Like I'm not going to say this is how you go do it. I'm going to give you a way to look at it, I guess. And I'll just kind of even share a little bit more about like my week just so I can laugh with you this last week. Okay, so what does a person do who has four kids, a career, a podcast, is president of the Toastmasters Club she's part of? She goes and gets a puppy because why? That would, I mean, that would, why not? That would be so much fun. <laughs> and my kids were very successful in their uh, persistence on wanting a puppy. And so we got a puppy last week. And it's actually been a delight. And it was so funny on that. We got her last Tuesday. And uh, like when we brought her home, we were not prepared in the least because she was a rescue. And we weren't necessarily planning on getting a puppy last week. It was like on a horizon. It was on the list. Anyhow, so we get her and we have nothing for her. And it's starting to be like dinner time for our kids. And it was almost like I really did bring me back to the moments of being a brand new mom and having no idea what I'm doing. But then like loving this little thing and being so excited, but a little bit panicked at the same time. So anyhow, we, we've been doing really well, actually. But I will say we've had a lot of the the potty accidents. So I've had a lot of uh, extra cleaning to do, if you will. Then what happens is our washing machine breaks. So with the combination of a lot more laundry and no washing machine, it's like not in and of itself that horrible of a thing. But it's just one of those things where I'm, I'm recognizing that it's just adding to the load of things that feel like they're a lot of work. Thankfully, my husband is super handy and our washer is now already repaired. So shout out to my husband, Dan. You are definitely the man. And then I want to see a raise of a show of hands. Let's see a show of hands. Who has not yet finished their Christmas shopping? I mean, I have always wanted to be one of those people that finishes my shopping like before Thanksgiving. And I think I can be one of those people. Like I, I think I might figure this out at some point. But there's something about Christmas shopping that I just am really bad at. <laughs> Some of it's procrastinating. I don't know. I don't know. Like if you guys have tips and tricks, like I want to hear them. 
And I then, so now I'm at this point where I'm like, okay, I'm like about a week away from Christmas now. And I still have like a lot of shopping to do. And so at this point, I'm feeling like, okay, I need to come up with some like, actually, do you guys watch Do Perfect? (laughs) My kids do. And I'm starting to really love that show. I feel like it's the perfect show for where I'm at in my life. It just is so silly. And anyhow, so they showed them, they have, what do they call the, the stereotypes? And so one of the stereotypes was like the last minute Christmas shopper. And it was like some guy like getting all the gift cards. It was like, it made me think, huh, <laughs> maybe that might need to be the way I go. Needless to say, you can, you can see there's a lot going on. And then on top of all this, like the, the undercurrent is that somebody I really love is going through a really hard time, a really long uh, and persistent experience with depression. And so that's just something that's always in the back of my emotional experience is just thinking about this person and not knowing what the next step is um, and just having a lot of care and concern as part of my space. So what is somebody like me that tends to be the more high achieving type of personality? What does she do when she feels all this? Well, she goes into hyper mode. Like she is what I do. I start to obsessively make lists and try to figure out and strategize how I'm going to get it all done. And so I think things like, okay, I'm just going to stay up really late and get it all done. Or I'm going to get up really early and get it all done. And really start to look through working harder, smarter, faster, and and do things like think, okay, how can I uh, start to like dump things off of this ship um, so we can stay afloat? So it's really shifting into this like survival mode where it's managing and controlling everything around me, trying to just be more organized. And it's really, it's been interesting as I've kind of... um, watching myself do this, recognizing that this is just my default way of being about it. I go to this very serious perspective on it. And the one thing I want you to really kind of just try on as a concept, this is what I'm, this is the work I'm doing in my own life, is really examining who you want to be about this. So when I ask myself the question, okay, like, this is not working. And I don't like the experience I'm having. I'm, I'm feeling very overwhelmed. And I recognize because of the work I do that it's, I don't want to necessarily say it's an option, but I don't have to stay here. I have tools and the ability to actually move on from the experience, not just to get away from it. Like I actually do have to just experience the anxiety, like a lot of anxiety in my body where I just feel a pit in my stomach. And my job's not necessarily to make that go away, but actually just to be curious about what my body's communicating to me, what what it can share with me about what I'm, how I'm looking at things. So back to the question that I was asking, who do I want to be about this? It took a while to kind of decide how I wanted to be about this. First, I thought, okay, well, I, I want to have, I want to be ease. I want to be just ease about this. I don't want things to feel so hard. I don't want to feel so stressed. I don't want to feel so serious. It doesn't really feel good to kind of have that tight of a grip on everything. It wasn't necessarily ease. It actually came up with the word fun. And I know it sounds so like not important sometimes. But for me, looking through the lens of fun 
it just gives me the experience in my body of feeling lighter and feeling like I have the option of having everything be okay. I want you to use the picture that is helpful for me. So consider that the way I'm being about something is what I would call like what context I'm in, like what, how I'm seeing something. So imagine I have a pair of sunglasses on and this particular pair of sunglasses has, let's say this one has like a shady, uh, like darkish gray color. It's my least favorite color of sunglasses. I like the amber ones. (laughs) So everything just looks a little bit dark. Now I'm not aware that I have these glasses on. And so I'm not even aware that I'm looking through this lens that has everything a little bit dark, right? So it has it feel harder when my washer breaks. Oh, and then to top it off this morning when the washer was fixed, and I was doing laundry. I saw what I think looked like a rat dropping. And I was like, really? Uh-huh. Really? That's so gross. And now I have a rat in my house potentially. Okay. Side note, back to the glasses. So you don't know you have these glasses on, but everything you're looking at is filtered with those glasses. Use like the example also of like an Instagram filter. When you put that filter on, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, that looks pretty good. Or that's super fun, right? That one where, I mean, there's so many ones, but the puppy one and the ones that like has that like hearts. I mean, how can you be upset when you look at those filters? And so consider that the first filter that I'm having on is this like really hard filter where everything I look at seems hard. It seems serious. I look at all the Christmas decorations in my house and I just feel like it feels messy and it feels like a problem. And if you try to convince me that it wasn't a problem, I'd be like, no, you don't understand what I'm seeing. This is a problem. I would be very convinced that this was my reality because it would be my reality. It's how I'm looking at the world. Okay, so that's like the first context I'm in. I'm going to call this a hard context or a serious context. I think that would be more fitting for me. So the work I'm practicing is actually shifting into fun. And so this would look like maybe putting on a pair of confetti lens glasses. Or do you know those ones? Have you ever seen those ones where you put them on and then everything you look at has like snowflakes on it, like rainbow snowflakes? Or again, the Instagram filter is a great example of, you know, I might be really tired and have no makeup on, but I slap that filter on that smooths my skin and gives me mascara. And man, all of a sudden I'm looking pretty good. And so this is the opportunity I am playing with. And it's not a magic fix. I'm not all of a sudden like, oh my gosh, I feel so amazing. No, I still have anxiety. I'm still processing my emotions. I'm still really uh, examining how I'm looking at things. And it's not, um, it's not all of a sudden like a switch that you just turn on and off. It can be, but in this case for me, it's not. I've practiced all of my life being very serious and managing, controlling and being very successful at doing that. And so when I try to convince myself that I can still accomplish everything it is that I want to accomplish through this new filter, my mind's a little bit like, hmm, I don't understand. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Like you need to work hard. You need to be focused. You need to definitely decline anything that's fun or that seems like it's just for pure enjoyment because you got to work hard. And like I just said, I've been very successful in a lot of things in my life because of that ability to, to dive in and work hard. 
But what I recognize is it's actually preventing me from what I believe is the the next level for me to experience the fullness of who I am and who I believe I've created to, to be in the world. And I think it probably also is not very fun for my family <laughs> to have me to be in this um, situation. Not really a situation, but to have me taking on this being of such seriousness. Does this all make sense? I hope so. It's a little bit of a rambling. Normally, I work a little bit harder to organize our episodes and to put really thoughtful and hopefully helpful tips and tricks and lists together. And believe me, I was very tempted to do that. For me, this just feels so much more vulnerable. But my hope and intention is to have it be a connection point for you that maybe you don't have your act together either and that you can actually consider putting on this confetti filtered glasses and looking at opportunities to create the experience of fun or maybe for you it's it's light or ease or joy and I want you to also just notice that it's not necessarily just the experience of fun, like going to have fun doing something like I'm trying to think of something that we could actually do in the COVID. But uh, let's just say it's really fun for you to go see Christmas lights or something that you really enjoy. So going to do that, you could consider, oh, this is going to be fun. But I want you to really focus on the experience that you have inside of your body when you're having fun. So let's just say you 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 do go do the the lights and you go. Um, our our neighborhood's getting pretty festive, actually. So we're gonna try to do that one of the nights here soon. And it would be really easy for someone like me to kind of skip over the like really leaning into the enjoyment part of it. I would, like I said. <laughs> probably lean into more of the managing okay let's make sure we get um you know just even managing my son's medications going out at night sometimes can be a little bit more challenging uh just with the timing of everything there and so that being in my head managing a three-year-old and a 13-year-old and a boy that has a physical disability and are we going to walk are we going to drive how are we going to do all this and so it's really easy for me to just get stuck in the managing and control of everything and really kind of being the project manager. But for me, the experiments that I'm going to be putting in place over the, well, I guess really the rest of my life, but uh, immediately kind of in this Christmas season will be to really let go of whatever it is I think I need to hold on to and then experience fun in my body. Try it's almost like trying on different clothes and being like, oh, that didn't work. <laughs> That's not gonna work. You looked it on the hanger, not gonna work on me. And looking at things and being like, well, I probably wouldn't try that on normally, but I'm gonna do it. And being like, wow, well, I kind of like this. And having that be the experience of of how trying experiences on in my body that I will only know if they bring me enjoyment, fun, if I try them. And so this really requires being bad at this. And I am somebody that really resists being bad at something. And I'm just spilling it all today, you guys. And so that's, I think, one of the reasons why I have, as I've grown 
in years, I have also grown more resistant to having fun. I think it's because it's not been something I naturally felt good at, which I think is so funny because you think this shouldn't be something somebody has to work at, but it is in my case. And I actually know that it is for a lot of people. Um, some of my clients are, I know are in the very same boat. And that's what makes me think I need to share this out loud because I know I'm not the only one. Okay, so we're going to bring it in for landing. I think I could kind of keep rambling on this for quite a while. I kind of relate to this time as in sitting across from good friends, having coffee and just kind of like verbally um, dumping a little bit, dumping with intention though. That's what this is. And I actually am going to skip releasing an episode next week on Christmas Eve. So you're going to, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to share on my Instagram a curation of other podcasts that I've adored and that I would recommend in place of mine for that week. And then I have some ideas on what I'm going to come up for you on Christmas, no, no, on New Year's Eve to start the new year together. And I want to wish you a very special, magical Christmas season if you do celebrate Christmas. And if you're celebrating something else, I want you to lean into what it is that's special about this season for you. And I invite you to let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know if you also are kind of like, hmm, this whole fun thing seems intriguing. And maybe you never noticed how much you are also resistant to having fun. All right, you guys, we'll see you in two weeks. Well, hey, moms, one more thing before we end this episode. I know you're coming each with your very own unique circumstances. Some of you might be dealing with a lot of medical needs and hospitalizations and doctor visits. Some of you might just be experiencing worsening explosions and wondering how you are going to continue to navigate this child amongst uh, our society. You might find yourself feeling alone, stuck, scared, frustrated. Then gosh, if you're really honest, you might even notice you're feeling resentful of your child and you're starting to see that resentment seep in in those moments that you really wish you could just take back. In my early years, I had no idea how to handle my life, the life that I had as a special needs mom. I had no idea how to process the feelings and the feelings that I did have that I could identify, I didn't want and I was definitely not welcoming them in my life. I felt so out of control and I went to bed night after night feeling so helpless. So as a coach, I have studied and created a process that will help you regain control of your life. It will give you hope and peace. And I have a special offer to all my podcast listeners. I will share with you the path to peace process in a one-on-one complimentary session. This hour will be life-changing. Imagine all the insight and inspiration you get from listening to these podcasts and gleaning wisdom from other moms. Imagine taking that to an individual conversation directed fully in your life. Wow. I think back to when I was struggling in my early years, and if somebody were to give this process and information to me, I would be running, not walking to sign up. All you have to do to schedule your session is click on the notes, the show notes for this podcast episode, and you'll see a a link where you click on it and you sign up. I can't wait to see you there. One more thing before we officially, officially wrap up this show. 
Sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts, I have the experience of wanting more. I'm listening at the very end thinking, I sure wish that episode didn't end. I invite you, if you feel in any way the same way, I invite you to the Special Needs Mom podcast community, which is a free group that I host on Facebook, where we as a community of fellow moms who listen to this podcast and are experiencing life in similar shoes, get to talk to one another, get to share stories, get to actually interact. I hope you'll consider joining. See you over there.